Hey, Elmer Guardado. Yes, sir. You're listening to Gold Boys Radio, and you've just won. You're caller 99. You know what you won? What did I win? You won three tickets, all expense paid trip to motherfucking Sawcon. I get to go to Sawcon? <laughs> you, your and wife. two friends. Oh, oh, my wife. My wife has to come. I'm sorry. And your son, Robert Jr. Jr. It me. I get to bring little going. little Robbie gets to go to Sawcon. <laughs> he's going to Sawcon. I Man. bet he's so excited. Yeah. Oh God, I hope I don't catch Bofa at Sawcon. Am I the wife in this power fantasy? <laughs> if you want to be. Okay, I do. Where'd you and Elmer get married? Ligma Chapel. <laughs> Ladies oh. and gentlemen, you're listening to the most ligmaist, bofaist, <laughs> sugmaist, <laughs> updogist What's podcast up, on the internet. Oh, uh, not much. What's up with you? Got him. You're listening to Gone Gold. I'm your host. Andrew Street. Joining me, you heard him there, Elmer Gordado. Man, I love when Cass isn't here. I feel free. I feel, yeah. It's like, you know, it's like when the principal's home sick. And you're like, mm-hmm. hell yeah, the kids rule today. More Even like when the superintendent, the principal, they're right. both gone. They're both gone. Because you're always feeling the, the hammer of the superintendent on your day-to-day as a second grader. Oh, yeah. You know that he's pulling all the strings from behind the scenes. Oh, yeah, dude. Let me tell you what. And see, usually that would be Cass. He'd be pulling the strings right now, even mm-hmm. if he's not on. Yeah. But how, like having a house has changed him. Yeah. What did he text us today? He said, uh, I don't need to be on the show now that I'm a homeowner. <laughs> so Once said. a man gets a fireplace, yep. they forget everything that got him there. Does he yep. actually have a fireplace? He's got a fireplace. Dude, Holy he has shit. He has a wall in his living room that's like one big aquarium tank. Dude, imagine how many Funko Pops you could fit in that house. In that aquarium <laughs> tank? Yeah. Just a bunch of Funkos floating in an aquarium. Now, <laughs> that's hell. How, how much money is everyone ready to spend to send Cassidy way too many Funko Pops? Like, I'm I gonna want- send Cassidy myself. I'm gonna throw my body at Cassidy. I'm just gonna fucking go visit him. I, I definitely got house. a. I've got an easy, no questions asked, an easy 100 on it. Okay, for Funko Pops. So, uh, well, here's the, here's the thing. Hey, let's say we all go 100, 400, 400 in Funkos. No, 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 no. Check this out. No, forget that. What can we buy in bulk with 400 dollars that would be oh, a problem? Dude. Square Dude. footage wise, Anything. now that he has this, all this space, like a what? Shit. Give me, give like me, give me a lot of answers. A lot of mayonnaise. A lot of mayonnaise. Not like not like the bulk man. Like you have to get like the individual like travel size mayonnaise mm. packages. You know how many okay. crickets we could buy with four hundred dollars? But see, that's not big enough to be a problem. That's one. Yeah, box. but they move, dude. If he opens a box with four hundred dollars worth of crickets in it, can we trick him though? Can we like receive the box first? You want like four hundred dollars of crickets in your house? Well, I, think I say go for it. No, I just think we. I feel like he's. We got to pull a, a fast one on him. That one's not fast enough. Mm. I feel like, like he knows what better. What about four hundred dollars of glitter traps? Mm. No, I think that's the lowest kind of culture. <laughs> well, yeah, but Cass is the lowest kind of man. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. So I just you know, feel like we're missing something, man. <laughs> fucking landlord. So. <laughs> 
I remember when my brother was young, he got praying mantis eggs. What? For like a science experiment. And okay. I want to say he got like $10 worth of those and they hatched into like oh. 300 little baby praying mantises. Oh, no. Okay. And so if we got $400 worth of praying mantis eggs. <laughs> but see, the problem is that once they're there, we need them all to release. So do we buy $300 worth of praying mantis eggs and then put $100 on Craigslist, have someone dump these on his porch? To, we buy the eggs. We look up what the incubation time is for the eggs. We incubate them ourselves. We send them to him right as they're about to hatch. Maybe they hatch in the UPS truck. Make that guy's life hell, too. But they're going to escape the cardboard box because praying mantises literally have sized for hands. So they're going to cut their way out of the box. They're going to invade his home. What if we also just sent him like $400 worth of brown recluse eggs? Just $400 now, of spider eggs. What about a pipe bomb? <laughs> <laughs> right, I, think, I, got- I think we're, at, we're on the wrong track with the bugs because boxcar. <laughs> Boxcar eating all those oh, before yeah, I don't anything hurt bad the cat. happens. I don't what if we sent him $400 worth of Boxcar Racer CDs? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's like five CDs, though. Do you know how much those are worth? Yeah, all right. Like, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it back here. Let's make it contextual. Real quick, okay. though. Sam Atherton. All uh, <laughs> I have a little shout out for one Sam Osher. He sent me a very nice tweet, but I don't know. For some reason, I didn't respond to it or anything. Uh, thanks, Sam. It's good to be back. Uh, I love you. What a wholesome man he is. Very wholesome. Robert Mackey also here with us. I have a shout out for Jacob Douglas fighting the good fight for the Batman vs. Superman. I mean, the Justice League Snyder Cut. Go read his articles. He's a great writer. I don't get the Snyder Cut thing. Like, why? It's just babies being babies. It's the same. Nah, uh, it's the, the, the movie is bad. How much better could it get? It's the po- uh, it's, it's the awful Pokemon because they brought Brexit Joss people. Whedon in to finish the movie and the studio mandated it was under two hours because of the critical backlash and like you know user backlash to bvs being a three plus hour movie that is a masterpiece can i I give someone a shout out Mm -hmm. do it i want to give a shout out to bofa oh who's that do you know that four hundred dollars could get us a (laughs) hundred copies of battleborn (laughs) oh really what seller are we going through so if we go through GameStop, can we buy up to four hundred? We can get four. They're four ninety nine per copy. Oh, okay. And it All says right. in stock. It doesn't say I have a limit on how many I can order. Do you think we can get like, <laughs> some sort of bulk discount? <laughs> yeah, because that let, that would be a great one because that's the kind of thing where we he receives that package, he opens it up. What he can't just throw it away. He can, but he's going to hesitate. And that hesitation is going to be like, you know what? Fuck these guys. I'm smarter than them. I'm going to take these all to GameStop and sell them. And then we have one of two paths that ensues. Path number one, we win. He's an idiot selling 200 copies of Battleborn <laughs> at a fucking GameStop. Path number two, he forgets about it, puts it in his garage or something, and then we get to have this joy you know, every couple years. So I just, I, I'm Battleborn. If he sells it to GameStop, I want him to live stream the sales process. <laughs> the transaction. So if he, he, if we bought him off GameStop, he would get a hundred copies for our four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Now here's here. Let's do the math here. 
if he brings them into GameStop, the first question we need to ask, is Cassidy a pro value member? <laughs> I no. don't think so. Well, ooh. No, Does he have the I don't, gamer I don't, I don't think he is. No, he's, he's not, not a power-up rewards member. We don't no. think yeah. so. No. Okay. Sure. And he, second question. When he trades him in, is he going cash? Or is he hitting the mm. store credit? He's oh, got to go credit. Store credit. He's getting store he's credit because he knows he'll get more. Okay. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> not not <laughs> much <Extra> more. Nickel. <laughs> All right. So for his 100 copies of Battleborn, he's going to get in GameStop credit that he needs to then return the favor and, and give to us as a gift. Uh, he is going to get... Give me a second here. It's not a lot. <laughs> it's not looking good for... It's not, so he's going to get $75. Now, I have a question. By us buying 100 copies... Does that create like an artificial drought? And then no. <laughs> and then they're actually worth more than what we're projecting right now. No, dude. I don't know. I think a hundred would make a big dent in the fucking Battleborn market. Yeah, that's probably fifty percent of what they sold uh, to date. <laughs> Got him. And now here we could we could get lucky. We could all check our local five below. See, Who would that's, have on, the- that's only you and Sam. Robert and I don't have a solution over here. There's no five below in Texas? No. Nope. Wow. I hate to see that. So me and Sam could check our local five belows. <laughs> and last time I was in there, they had about 100 copies of Battleborn <laughs> for like two ninety nine each. I just want one of you to go in there and actually say, I'll take your entire stock. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just remember, I think it must have been last or like two Christmases ago. I, for some reason, I went into a five below with my mom. And there was like a lady there that was looking at games for Christmas. And she's like, I, I said something about Battleborn. And the lady was like, is this a good game? And I was like, yeah, I think so. A lot of people oh, like no. it. And That's I ruined mean. some kids Christmas. That's mean. Yeah. Also, oh. Elmer, I have good news. We do have five belows in Austin. We do. Yeah. All right. This changes the game. You guys busy tomorrow before you leave for Houston? Um, no, not really. Driving to Houston, parents will be like, "Why the fuck do you have a hundred copies of Battleborn in your?" Well, yeah, I mean, think about how many five belows we can cover from Austin to Houston. We should do a gift exchange, a gone gold gift exchange. You only get five dollars to spend at five below. (laughs) We all trade Battleborn for Battleborn. This is a good idea. I like this. I mean, is is it really just a challenge? Like, who could spend the Five dollars the best at five below. Because here's the thing: the whole. I feel like it's going to be a boring challenge. If I'm being honest. Well, the whole premise of five below is that they buy out the stock of local big box retailers like Target. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you think, like, if you, I guess under the assumption Target has different product that sells in different regions, each five below probably has different stock. I would think. Except in the case yeah. of Battleborn, where nobody bought it. Yeah, but like that's my, true. Every but once I in a while. Like, I feel like it would just devolve into everyone trading Battleborn for Battleborn. No, no Robert, they, I'll give you Jag. What was uh, that? What yeah. was that game? The PS3 game? Oh, that, Mag? Mag, that's it. I was gonna say I'll, I'll take Jag on DVD. <laughs> Fucking my my dad loves Jag. They have a lot of uh Texas Hold'em poker on Game Boy Advance at mine. <laughs> 
and that you know those claymation Rudolph movies. Yep, they have that on Wii. Don't they? They sell amiibos there, right? Oh, like dude. the the yes. worst amiibos. <laughs> so, I've walked in there and found amiibos that I didn't have. Ooh. But over the last year, it's literally been all Animal Crossing ones. Yeah, I heard nobody likes Animal Crossing. Well, they just they made so many of those Animal Crossing amiibos, and then they never made a game for it. They had Amiibo Fest. Yeah, that game was you. It was bad. <laughs> Nobody bought them for those. Just I do want an Isabel Amiibo. That's the only Animal Crossing Amiibo I want. That's... Wait, maybe we can we can enter it into a deal. Maybe. Yeah. It's weird to want that. What? She's so thick. I'm an Isabel main. You're a pervert. <laughs> Moving on. I love Five Below. What a place. Robert, Mm -hmm. you missed it last week. I'm interested. Yeah. What are you thinking about Pokemon? Um, so I, uh, I like it quite a bit. Um, but also to be fair, I am not a hardcore Pokemon person. I think the last one I played was in like 2014. Uh, so Pokemon Y, I think is the one I got. Mm. Um, I enjoyed that too, but Pokemon is one. It's kind of like Far Cry for me, where it's like I need to wait every for every, like every three entries, I'll jump back in and be like, I get why this is still a thing. This is fun, um, but I do wish that they had pushed the franchise further with their first like home console entry. Uh, I do think that there are a lot of technical issues. Um, I'm not smart enough or well-versed in Pokemon enough to know whether or not the metagame changes are that impactful. But I do think that there are plenty of Pokemon in this game. I do not miss the national decks. I'm not upset about that at all. Uh, but the animations are kind of a joke. They, it feels like they pulled a lot of stuff from the 3 It feels like they're just upscaling the 3DS engine to the Switch, which is kind of disappointing because i do think that there was a lot of opportunity that i think they're probably going to capitalize on in the next entry um but for the most part i'm enjoying my time and i think that the new pokemon editions are super cute i'm maining the uh, what's what's the corgi pokemon do you remember the name oh yeah Yamper, yes, yeah. So Yamper is my main because it's adorable. I gave it an Everstone because I do never, I never want that thing to change. That thing is the goodest boy. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, I've just been, I've been crushing it because this game is actually pretty easy too. <laughs> yeah, it is fairly easy. I mean, and that's a trend with all the modern Pokemon games that they're all easy as fuck. Yeah, and I get it. Like I, I always think to myself too, like. I played Pokemon like I played the original red, blue, green. I played gold and silver. Um, I think those are also pretty easy as well, but they felt more challenging because I was a dumbass kid. Yeah. And I don't think I would have been able to beat those games if they weren't at their current difficulty level. And yeah. I was like when I'm playing these games, I always have to like it's the same thing with watching Star Wars. I constantly have to remind myself like, oh, this is a franchise made for kids. Like yeah. I can still enjoy it as an adult. But this is for kids first. So I will never be mad about anything regarding difficulty in these games. Yeah, and I think I think that's how they look at it. Like the they I think they look at like the older fan base has the collecting and the shiny hunting and the battling, the the meta 
Mm-hmm. And like the story mode is for kids. Yes. Like, you know, could they maybe find a way to like implement a difficulty slider or maybe add something to the post game that makes it more appealing for, you know, the older fans? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But like, would they rather just focus on f- adding things that appeal to like the uh, like 90% of the player base, which is going to be children? Yeah. Like Pokemon has this weird thing where it didn't exist. And then we played it and then never stopped playing it, but yeah. it always remained a kid's franchise. And so now we look at it like we want it to grow with us. Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- Which is, they're not they're not pulling a Toy Story 4. I mean, those are still all G-rated movies, you know. I, guess. I don't think Toy Story is getting edgy. It's not. If, if anything, I think like maybe Harry Potter is the most growth of a franchise with its uh, fan base, which is cool. But also they clearly want this billion dollar franchise to endure for multiple generations. Yeah. I do think it is really funny when you're fighting your, uh, your rival and you hit him with like a, a super effective and he's like, you do know the combinations. Oh yeah. He like yeah. is so surprised. I kind of like I kind of like that everyone is so friendly in this. Like even your rival is is basically your best friend in this game. Yeah, I kind of like that. It's not fucking Gary. They've talked about that (laughs) because people are mad. Yeah, I've heard that. So friendly. Uh, They want like the mean rival to come back. (laughs) And like they've like the Pokemon company has basically come out and been like, no, like these are positive games. Like we want everything to be like. I think that's the right move. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, even the bad guys are like, I mean, not just in this game, but like Team Rocket is fucking lovable. Like, they're oh, so yeah. they're so bad at everything. There's just so much charm. There's so much charm in every facet of this franchise. Like, why oh, yeah. do you I don't know why you want like when people started saying like, oh, they should make like fucking edgy teen rated Pokemon games. I'm like, why? What's what are you going to get out of it? Yeah. Play Persona. What gratification. Fucking nerds. Exactly. Yeah. We have franchises for that. Watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. There are things like (laughs) that I think this is like a half step in like the the wild area kind of runs poorly, but like totally has like cool elements to it. And you can like finally free move the camera. Like those are things that I think will benefit the franchise. And like they'll iterate on that, I think, in the next one. Like I think this one was the one that they were like, oh, fuck. The Switch is doing yeah. well. We need to put a Pokemon game out on it. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that this this was probably developed in like the two years between the Switch launch and the launch date. Because I think that it was like they announced this. Uh, didn't they announce it with just like like kind of a side note being like, oh, hey, by the way, we are making a Switch game like yeah. a year ago or something. Mm-hmm. So this game does feel rushed. Um, like I'm not I'm not really trying to defend it that much because i think that there's a lot of jank to it um that i think will hopefully be smoothed out in the next iteration but i do like what they're doing with the uh like i love the tone of the game i think Mm -hmm. the art design is still as fantastic as ever like all of the cities look great all of the pokemon look great i love the soundtrack to this one especially during the uh Oh man, during the gym battles, and like when you Dynamax Pokemon and you hear the the crowd chanting along with the soundtrack, it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm in a stadium. This feels like a stadium battle. Yeah. 
yeah, there's like, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. And I feel like going into it before it came out, I was like, you know, not even buying into all the negativity, but the way people were talking about it it was like, oh, this game's going to be bad. And then I played it. I was like, this is Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is what Pokemon has always been. It looks, this iteration looks better. It's got a lot of quality of life improvements. Mm -hmm. It's got a killer soundtrack. Like it's like, this is what Pokemon has always been. And I get if you're disappointed with that, but like, also I don't know that Pokemon needs to ever like, like, I don't know that Pokemon would benefit from being breath of the wild, but with Pokemon. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it would. Like, I, I don't, don't think it would benefit see. from the national decks either. Nine hundred Pokemon? Are you fucking kidding me? My thing with the national decks is like, when was the like? I've played every single Pokemon game to date, and I can't remember the last time since I was like a child when there was <laughs> two hundred Pokemon. When I actually yeah. sat down and like completed a decks. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever have. And so I'm like, if their plan is to release Pokemon Home, where you can like hub, like kind of store all your Pokemon and trade and battle from there. Then like, what is the, like I get like playing through the game like, oh your favorite Pokemon's not there, but they most likely weren't going to be there anyway. Yeah. Until the the post game or unless you traded them in. Yeah, and not only that, like I just think that that's like undue stress on the devs because so like t- Pokemon to me is still like. The, 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 I could, I could equate it most closely to like a card game where you take turns, you have moves and the metagame is determined by the options that every player has and a card like magic and hearthstone, every like respectable card game does this where they'll call what you can use in a modern setting. Like that's why they have like modern decks versus like legacy decks because trying to maintain that metagame with that many options is actually impossible. So I don't know why, like I just kind of, I I was surprised when I learned that uh, I guess Pokemon sun and moon had like the 900 Pokemon from every generation that blew my mind. I'm like, those games had to be unbalanced as fucked. Like the competitive scene in those games just had to be broken. Yeah. Is there a competitive scene in Pokemon? Oh yeah. Really? A big one. Really big. Oh yeah. Like, because there's IV training or IV breeding and then EV training. And then, yeah, like, (laughs) is that in this game, too? Yeah. How do you figure that stuff out? So it's actually a lot easier now. You can, like, change things around. It's it's really simple once, like, they explain it in the later game. Oh, okay. In the old games, it was impossible. You had to, like, do a bunch of math equations uh, and to EV train, like the to get the max stats, you would fight specific Pokemon would give you specific values <laughs> towards different stats. So, for example, fighting Magikarp would help your speed stat. So, like, I remember uh, nights where it's like, OK, I want to EV train my Gengar in speed. And so I have to battle 52 Magikarps and I'm like, OK, beat this Magikarp <laughs> tally, beat this Magikarp tally. All the way to 52, and then I'm like, okay, I Holy got my max shit. EVs in this. I'm good to go. Jesus. And then and then I had no one the competitive battle with, so I do it for <laughs> nothing. That yeah, to me that just doesn't sound like Pokemon. No, and they've made it better. And I think, you know, not to give Game Freak 
you know, Game Freak definitely has some issues and there's issues with these games. They're not perfect. Um, but like you said, Robert, I think having to balance 900 Pokemon, keep the games fresh because everyone's complaining that they're the same, introduce new Pokemon, make the games bigger and better. Like it's a lot to manage on top of having yeah. a 900 legacy Pokemon yeah. that people want in the game and, you know, want them fully animated and able to be balanced for the meta game and all that shit yeah and also just the fact that it's launching on a brand new console like they've never developed for the switch i guess they did wait is, is town like what is it little town hero that other game freak game is that out for the switch yeah okay so they had they yeah. had one game out for switch before pokemon was it and good pokemon let's go I, people didn't really like it oh yeah <laughs> they had let's go oh that what? was a game freak game that was that was a game freak game. Um, like, the only but thing you couldn't use the pro controller. The only so thing that's kind of lame is like when the switch came out, and this is why when they announced Sword and Shield, it was basically like not even a game. They were just like, "Yeah, we're making a Pokemon game <laughs> for Switch." It was because like when the fir- Switch first dropped, there was an interview with you know the president of the Pokemon company, and he was basically like, "Yeah, I don't know. Like people play games on phones. I don't think the Switch is gonna do that well." And like, I don't know if that meant that they weren't that they delayed jumping to the switch, but you know, for this game to be announced the way it was and then come out a little janky after they said yeah. like we don't really have the full faith in Nintendo here. Yeah, honestly, I do feel like it. What this game to me seems like it was probably designed initially for the 3DS, um, that they eventually ported over to the Switch after they saw its successes. I could see but, that. Yeah. So did has has anyone else here beat it? I haven't did you it. beat it? No, no. I so oh. I just got my last gym badge yet. Oh, I, I got my last shit. gym badge, but I haven't I haven't beat it yet. Wow. What's your team looking like? Uh, so I have the goodest boy. Um, I have. I I went with the um, what's his name? Grookey, Grookey, the uh, yep. the grass starter. Grookey gang. Grookey gang, fuck yeah! And then I also I have a. Uh, uh vespa queen i'm trying to think of what other names are because i, I nicknamed wow. all of them vespa queen um, yeah Deep so i have the vespa queen yeah that's the b yeah so i, I caught a I caught like the honeycomb thing when i was like you know like level 11 and i just, she's just kind of stuck with me forever um so my pokemon are about like around level 50 right now cool. i just beat the dragon pokemon gym leader and uh i'm on my way to the championship league but i have a lot of fighting pokemon a lot of dark Pokemon and then like my my grass Pokemon pocket. He's like my main special Pokemon because it turns out grass is actually pretty useful against a lot of Pokemon types. Yeah, I have a lot of dark right now. I'm trying to diversify. I'm using a, a Galarian Meowth because he's got is a it beard. The, the long the boy? bearded. Yeah, he's bearded and he could turn. In, I don't I forget if mine can turn long. Mm. I don't know if he's got the. <laughs> Gigamax form or whatever. <laughs> yep. What if I do like the Dynamax forms are pretty fucking cool. Yeah, they're I'm into them. I think they're better than the uh what was formerly Z moves and Mega Evolutions. Oh right, yeah. Which yeah. were a bit of a mess. <laughs> and one thing I will say, this game you neither of you played Sun or Moon, right? I did not. The, that those games, more so than any Pokemon game. They like 
held your hand. Like this game oh. holds your hand, but there's things in these games where they're like, you know a lot about Pokemon, don't you? And you're like, yep. And then they're like, okay, we don't, we don't need to tell you about this. Yeah, yeah. That, I have noticed that. That's really nice. But in Sun and Moon, every two seconds, they were like, you know what a Pokeball is? Do you know what a move is? Do you know what a Pokemon <laughs> Center is? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, that Our kids Like, why do they think kids are this stupid? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I really didn't miss out on Sun and Moon. They had some also, good Pokemon in there, though. I just can't wait to catch the fucking sword dog. I don't know what its name yet is, but I want a sword dog. What I want you to do is I want you to look up. Uh, they had a low in forms in Sun and Moon, mm-hmm. which is like the, the region. They have uh, a low in Doug trio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he it's just Doug trio. Yeah. Except he has long blonde hair. And it's the most incredible thing. People hated it. Oh, it's no. It's so I funny. I don't know how you could hate this. You literally are the fucking worst. It's That's amazing. amazing. I loved in, it so much. Uh, in Pokemon Go, my ca- my Aloan Doug Trio is named the Californians because that that's what they look like. I love they look that. like He-Man. <laughs> I love that they were just like, what's the Hawaiian theme form Blonde of hair. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Doug Trio? Just put hair on it. <laughs> Also, oh. I think this this uh, Sword and Shield has the the best poke girl. I think so- Sonya's best. She has a great theme. Also, she's fucking cool. Is she a gym leader? No, she's the uh, the scientist. Oh, uh, the the redheaded one. Yeah. Okay. She's thick. And her mom is the granny Granny Sonya. Yeah. Why is the mom? Why are the moms so thick in this game? Like, no joke. <laughs> Your mom has an apple bottom. In this game, I'm just gonna go oh, ahead yeah. and say it, dude. Because I mean, it's a Japanese company; they know they're capitalizing on that shit. <laughs> All I'm saying is, catch, hit me up on my uh, my Rodham phone. Yeah, <laughs> my living, breathing phone. Yeah, that kind of. I, I don't like that the Pokedex is like a living thing now. He can that possess fucks, anything. Yeah, that fucks me up. <laughs> As an actual Pokemon, he has like a dishwasher and a fridge form. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. God, I need to catch me some of those. I know, Robert. We're gonna have to talk because I need a, uh, I need a far fetch. Oh yeah, you want a surf fetched? Yeah, right. and I got some pon- I got some ponytails I can give you. We can make a deal. Let's do let's do some Pokemon Shark Tank. I'm into it. <laughs> I have a question. Drop it. I'm gonna buy a Switch game tomorrow. Hmm. I don't know which one to buy. What are you thinking? Lay, lay them out. I mean, there's a couple contenders, and I'm 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 hoping that maybe I'm missing some. Just get uh, Smash Bros. I think, I think there's I have that. There is a Pokemon. Okay. There is Astral Chain. There is um. What's the link? Link's Awakening. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Ugh. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Um, did that even come Did that come out on Switch? Yeah, that came, that came to Switch, dude. Oh, ouch. Yeah. No, that's a game I will only play, if I even play it, will be on PC. Um, what, what are some thoughts, some immediate thoughts? Anything I'm missing? I uh, have very little interest in Luigi's Mansion. 
Okay. Um, almost none. But you, sh- you will be interested as soon as you play it. Uh, you should skip Astral Chain. Okay. Really? I loved Astral Chain. I don't know that. And I, I haven't finished it. So maybe that's a testament. I haven't gotten back to it. Oh, okay. Say I don't more. know that you would love it. Okay. I do think out of all those games, you would either love Pokemon or Link's Awakening. I'm leaning more towards Pokemon of the yeah. two. Do Pokemon. Yeah. I think you'd like that. Pokemon has can, more can, to it. We can all saying, exchange Jim? trader cards. Yeah. Okay. All right. But are you almost done with Pokemon, Robert? Like, do you want to just trade Fire Emblem or are you going to keep playing Pokemon? I don't know. I don't know what the end game is like. I'll just buy Pokemon. I'm going for a so dex we'll completion, I think. Ooh. Oh, that's easy since they didn't put any fucking Pokemon in this yeah, game. Yeah, there's, there's only, only like 12. 500 Pokemon in this game. There's only yeah, 12. Fucking lazy fucks. <laughs> there's only. Okay. Pikachu. I'll do Pokemon. I, I I just I want to play something on my Switch, but there's just nothing. I don't know. Like I have it on my nightstand every night, and I go through it, and I just play Tetris. I'm telling you, just look at the indie games. Just get fu- fucking get Ape out. Get Obra Dinn. Uh, yeah, well, get Obra Dinn. See, neither of those games are speaking to me now. Get get Ape out. I mean, Ape out will speak to you. Ape out is Birdman the game. <sighs> it is so jazzy. I'd rather just watch Birdman. You're going to get fucking dude. Play Ape out. You're going to get groovy. Obra Dinn um, is Whiplash, the game. Hell yeah. Oh, get Obra Dinn. Get no. fucking um, Katana Zero. See, like, nah, I don't know. I don't even know what I want, I guess, on the Switch is the problem. Because none of that, for whatever reason, is... I did play a little bit of a... What's, what do they even call it? The new Super Mario Bros. port? The Wii U one? New Super Mario Bros.? Yeah, I played some of that. Um, that's nice to just have there. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's not a meaningful itch that's really being scratched. Just play Mario Odyssey again. No, I play the game way too much. Play Mario Maker. Yeah. Play my levels. Beat them. That seems too hard. Yeah, I I sold my Mario Maker to get Star Wars because I am not not good at Mario. I've, (laughs) I've come to terms. I've made peace with the fact I am not good at Mario. So <laughs> when me and Sam are all playing Snakes in the Attic too, by Cassidy Sargent. <laughs> yeah, rest in power, Snakes in the Attic. Dude, I couldn't even beat Snakes in the Attic. Like, there's no way in hell I was going to beat any of Sam's levels because I couldn't beat Cass's levels. So I'm like, this game is not for me. I want to play Dark Souls with a lightsaber. So that's what I did. Are you liking Star Wars? Oh, yeah, I beat it. It's good. Is it no Sekiro? Sekiro was bad, though, so... No, Sekiro... Eat your fucking words. Sekiro's fucking great. Sekiro's gonna win Game of the Year. Um, I've been voting, voting for it voting for it every day. Not on this show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Monster Hunter's gonna win Game of the Year again this year. <laughs> Iceborne, um, if, it's, if it's in a category for uh, the Game Awards, it can be in the Gordos. Hell yes. Um, I can't... God, I can't wait till we start playing Monster Hunter again. Um... But yeah, Jedi is uh it was good. I think that I liked it honestly more as a piece of like Star Wars canon than as a video game, which sounds kind of fucked up because I do think that it is pretty janky. And the reason I like the FromSoft games is because they are so difficult, but they are so polished that every time I die, it seems like it's completely my fault. I did not get that way with 
Fallen Order. Mm. But I still enjoyed my time with it. And it's also just very cool to see this format with a Star Wars skin. How did you feel about like the uncharted elements of the game? Uh, probably the worst parts. Um, they just felt kind of shoehorned in and they, they were less flashy than Naughty Dog's sequences. So it just felt like a, it felt like an imitation in a format that did not need it. And is there like, what's, what do the powers look like here? Like, what are your force abilities and is there stealth? Uh, there's not stealth. The force abilities are pretty simple. So you have force push, you have force pull, and then you have um, force freeze. Like when Kylo Ren like throws that blaster blast in episode seven. Um, so you can slow people down for easier combos. But those are the three main moves. And each one of them is uh, each one of them has a dedicated button. So it's kind of cool to be able to like pull the stormtroopers in and stab them and just get an instant kill or like push a stormtrooper off a cliff. Um, but you use like a, the, the, the force slowdown mainly in boss fights, which is helpful because this game does not telegraph attacks very well. And the parry system, like it has kind of like Sekiro parry system where the timing is very important and being able to time your parries will whittle down their stamina meter and make it easier for you to attack them without them blocking. But it's, uh, every time you, I noticed a pretty, and it turns out I'm not alone. Thankfully I was talking with friend of the show, Sam Kingma, and we we're both experiencing the same thing where you push the parry button and it takes him like seconds to pull up his lightsaber to block an attack. So the reaction time almost feels irrelevant because you just kind of have to hold parry long enough and hope that you fit in the window because the animations in this game are so slow, which is the polar opposite of what Sekiro was, where Sekiro felt like I was playing like a rhythm game. This game feels like I was just guessing the entire time up until I beat it. I was like, I only beat this game because I was lucky. I didn't beat this game based on skill. Mm-hmm. And that was that's my, I think my biggest problem with the game is like it just felt janky. It felt like it could have used more polish. I feel like that's a common complaint. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I still liked but, it though, and yeah. apparently it's selling very well. So hopefully EA takes this as a sign that single player Star Wars games are where the market it's what the market wants. One of the things I've seen that I really kind of like, besides the just fucking whipping stormtroopers around, yeah, was that like when I've seen like. As you roll up to an area, like stormtroopers are talking to each other as you like walk in and they're basically like, I sure hope no Jedi comes up and kills me. Yeah. So this is actually, I think, the darkest (laughs) Star Wars game because the banter between the stormtroopers is legitimately heartbreaking. We're like, they'll they'll say like, I don't want to die here today. And then you fucking stab him with a lightsaber like. (laughs) God, I kind of want to play this really badly. Yeah, yeah, I do. Too. I mean, and thankfully there are it's a scaling difficulty. So like I would recommend not playing it on. I played it on Jedi Master because that's what I heard. Everybody who plays Dark Souls like played it on because that's the most similar difficulty level. Um, I would recommend honestly just dropping it down to like the normal difficulty or fucking story mode, because I do think the story is the most engrossing part of this game. The story and the level design is mm. Baby Yoda in it. No, unfortunately, Baby Yoda's is not in it. Let's get some mods. Yeah, I wanted yes. you to make the droid on my back, baby Yoda. 
Yes. Actually, <laughs> no. BD1 is amazing. BD1 is fantastic. I would not want to replace BD1 with anything. Not even Baby Yoda? Not even Baby Yoda. BD1 is on par with Baby Yoda. Robert killed Baby Yoda in Miami. Yeah, Baby Yoda found dead in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> oh, The Mandalorian. What a show. It's good. Truly. It is, it is good. good. I wanted to hate it, but I didn't. Yeah, this is almost as good as Last Jedi. It's almost as good as Death Stranding. Ooh. Ooh. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, is anyone still playing it? Uh yeah. I'm getting into it now that I beat Fallen Jedi. Where are you at? I just got to chapter three. Literally, Elmer watched me tonight get to chapter three. His first boss battle. Okay. Yep. He's a boss baby now. BB. I am a boss baby. <laughs> I love BB. I love when he's proud of me. Yeah. So you made it. Chapter three is where the game really starts to pick up. That's what I've heard. I heard it's, he's, it's he's better just to rush. Scene. Okay. Are you playing online? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fucking troglodyte. Like, this game is meant to be played online. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Well, I mean, so uh, I bought a PS4. Set up that PS4. Very exciting. Um, I'm online now. Wow. I transferred some some data saves. That shit's cool and easy and very slick. Um, it's the future. I'll be, I'll, I'll be playing that game online soon. Armor, let's play I the st- show sometime. Tigers versus okay. Dodgers. Okay. Wait, can can we get a four-person show? Can one person play? You don't get can to you, play the show, Robert. Can you, you have – I've played, the, I've played the show with you. We played – I was the, the Mexico Chihuahuas when we were playing the, the double-A leagues. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But um, stop playing this training, played control. Now, this is what I really want to know. How we like in control. I love a lot about control. Mm. It's really good. A lot <laughs> of it is really cool, really good. I just don't know that I love the movement and gameplay. I mean, I feel like I that's want- also a fairly common. Some people either oh, like really? it's like really you you love it or you hate it's it. It's just I'm indifferent. It's like I don't love it or hate it. I'm just like not compelled. The way the Death Stranding gameplay does compel me, which is fucking hilarious. But um, everything else about Control makes me want to keep going. So I'm going to beat that game. Now, do you know really where, like the story, where you are in it? Nuts. Very early. I'm sure maybe four hours in. Three you said hours you just in. got the hotline, right? I did just get the hotline. Okay. I know where that's at. So, yeah. So I'm... Uh, I'm doing stuff very stylized, very cool. I just love everything about it except the movement and the gameplay. And that's, and that's not even just bad. I'm just like, ah, all right, I'll get through this. I'll be interested to see what you think. Once I can fly, yeah. Well, mainly that I think the game has like some weird difficulty spikes. Oh, it does. Yeah. Like the Is game- there any, there's not like levels, right? I mean, uh, difficulties, right? To pick from. I don't know, actually. I don't think so because I went in. I, I don't. Remember, I, didn't, I didn't ask me anything at the beginning, and then I went into the options menu, and uh, well, nothing there. Because yeah, I was were, already like, it wasn't hard, but I was like, I want this as easy as possible because I don't like this that much. Yeah, you heard it here first. Control is just Dark Souls with guns. Just stop. 
What is this? The Surge? <laughs> I forgot about that game. Surge. Oh, man. It's so inter- I feel like I'm, I'm the complete inverse with Death Stranding right now. Where I'm so curious about the narrative and the story and all of the characters and just how the fuck the world got to be where it is. But the uh, the gameplay feels kind of jank right now. No, I think you're playing it wrong. <laughs> you watched me playing it. Yeah, I saw you doing it wrong. Mm, okay. You're supposed to build the ladders over here. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm not passing <laughs> no, judgment is, on your control skills. <laughs> it is very interesting, just more broadly speaking. I do think both games have a lot of similarities in that way where they're just like, wow, you're hitting way above average on some categories of like game components. But then others are so divisive either way, right? Like um, both games feel like I can understand why someone would call them masterpieces, but I can also totally understand why you would not say that at all. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that in general as we like get closer to, you know, end of the year talks and stuff. Yeah. We had a lot of polarizing games this year. Yeah. I think even Sekiro is another example of like not really love the way or, or more divisive than not, I think. Um, uh, I think that's every FromSoft game, though. You have people. No, that but are Cassidy good at loves games Bloodborne, and, and Cassidy do, that... Cassidy does not like Sekiro as much as you do. Yeah, he does. Most... does I don't he? think so. He... When I was uh, yeah, uh, he, when we were on, we, we were just talking, talking about this last we week. We were talking about the Sekiro games, and okay, fine. I did not listen to the last episode. Wow. But so, when I, when I brought up the Sekiro, like we were talking about, like potential game of the year contenders, to the point. And uh, I said Sekiro, and Cass was like, you know, I didn't even think about Sekiro, but now I think it's on the list. Well, I think, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think it's not on the list. Even I, who didn't play it, know it's kind of like on the long list. What is Cass's uh, game of the year list? Who are the and I, I don't know. Here? I don't even uh, know what my game of the year is. Across Lord of the Nazarick. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think Cass is going to, I think he's going to be with me. I think we're control. Tetris 99? No, I think oh. we're control boys. Oh, I do think yeah. he has control. That's probably safe. Um, I don't know where I'm at right now. I think, honestly, the two best gaming experiences I've had this year, Resident Evil 2, Tetris 99. Tetris, Hands down. Yeah, Tetris 99 is up there for me. Like, I, I have gotten so much more joy, and everything that game tries to do, it does perfectly in a way where like everything Death Stranding, Control, Sekiro try to do, don't do they don't do it perfectly. And no you one can say you that. You didn't even play Sekiro. Yeah, but it's like not Tetris 99, is it? It got better reviews than Tetris 99. It's funny our, our game of the year. <laughs> if you listen to the Giant Bomb game of the year last year, they like fought about Red Dead and all this other shit for hours. Right. And then they gave their game of the year to Tetris Effect. And there's a yeah. moment in the show where someone... I forget which one of them it is, like stands up and literally screams, it's fucking Tetris <laughs> at the top of their lungs. And that's going to be this yeah, year. Yeah, that's that's going to yeah. be that's going to be me. <laughs> yeah, I it's hope a fucking so. game mode. <laughs> no, I mean, that's just such a weak sauce thing. It's no, more of a fine. game than yeah, DLC argue, is. Argue against it. Prove me wrong. It's a it's a it's a Robert. Tell me that if you Tetris ask, if you ask Nintendo Tetris Effect with multiple worlds. players. I really like We've that. had multiplayer Tetris <laughs> in the past. Like Control is going to win the Gordo this like year. We already know it. Yes. I don't know, I don't man. Know about that. Yeah, I don't know story. about that. Parvati's really hot. 
I think Outer Wilds has some some potential to be up there. I feel like Outer everyone... Worlds has some. Ju- Outer Worlds in my head right now has more juice than Death Stranding Control. See, mm. I was thinking about it, but it's also a sixty dollar game that took me twenty hours to beat to like beat to completion. I mean, that's not a metric for good. Yeah, you beat is. Outer Worlds in twenty hours. Yeah, it's fairly short. I did too. Yeah. yeah, Outer Wilds like that's like one of the main critiques of the game is that it is pretty short. It's not as deep as is like Fallout Vegas, even or, with like yeah, all the know. side that's quests and stuff. Critique. I think it's fine because I think we all played yeah, it, on game, it out, on Game Pass. I don't which, know, you know, to its benefit, you know, being able to pay one dollar to play this fantastic game is good for the game as a whole. But if I was paying sixty bucks for this game and also just like the fact that it. I, I completed every side mission I could. It took me about 24 hours to beat. Comparatively, like The Witcher or Fallout New Vegas or any other Bethesda game. It's not a like difficult game plus too, hours to thing. beat. Yeah. There's also just like, it's not, it, not only is that difficult, it's not that deep. Because you max out like one of the stats that, you know, say I maxed out speech and it made the game incredibly easy and i was able to wiggle my way out of every situation there wasn't a whole lot of strategy and there were only a couple options per encounter and for the most part speech was like the optimal way to go but i think the depth and the length are different yeah like i think but i think i think they're both kind of shallow i don't know 20 something hours like i don't know a link's awakening was 13 hours and that game was 60 bucks and like I thought it was great. Yeah, but that's also like that's one of the reasons that people are like, oh, Link's Awakening. Like nobody's talking about Link's Awakening as a game of the year contender. That's not why, though. But it's a remake. I think that's more why. Yeah. So sure. It's also a remake. I just think it's a weird metric for when we're talking about quality. We're not talking about best bang for your buck brought to you by Toyota. We're talking about <laughs> like best game of the year brought to you by Subway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Keep> fresh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Like, I do think that in some cases, like people being upset with the length of a game is valuable. Pokemon's not worth sixty dollars because they didn't put all the Pokemon in it. I don't. You know, you try to make that argument, but it's not true I'm because not that trying. game is actually like fucking eighty hours long. <laughs> but they didn't do what I wanted it to do. Samuel, you, I didn't, you didn't. You didn't want that though. Uh, yeah, I am liking it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not like super far into it, but I don't know. It feels pretty good. I have my, uh, my first companion. She's a, she's a little cutie. Yeah. Uh, her body's so cute. We took out, we took out that, the robot base. Talked to some guy. Got a book. It's been, uh, yeah, it's good. I like it. I, I hope, I hope I beat it. You plan on game pass? I am playing it on game pass using my, Hell uh, yeah. using my code, Robert Jr. Jr. Me too. It's a fun time. I think Sam we're probably like fairly similar places in the in the game. Mm. I'm not that far into it. Yeah. Because boys, I want I want to play games. I want to play Death Stranding. I have it. I have control. I have Pokemon. I have all these games that I should be playing. But instead, the game that draws me back every single goddamn time. Rainbow Six Siege. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. I feel like I'm feeling good about this time. Like, I I feel like I'm playing better. I'm like remembering the maps better. Getting my call. I'm still shitty at the call outs. Uh, But 
I'm trying. Can we say fuck you to anyone who listens to the show and just give that game our game of the year? Yeah. Because that's that's the one that's that's where we all come and meet in the middle, hold hands, and vote kick the fifth person. Yeah. <laughs> best, best ongoing game of the year. Although we haven't gotten a five stack going yet. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We've done it a couple times. Did we? With Cass yeah, and you, everyone? Yeah, it was the four of us yeah, and you, Cass. Oh yeah. yeah, you just drink a lot. But Elmer, Elmer <laughs> killed the, the hostage and was banned for thirty minutes. Oh yes, I. And then we got the full that. stack for a little bit. Yeah, that was my bad. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's, let's play some siege. Yeah. Oh, let's do it real quick before we get to siege. Yeah, how are we feeling about Stadia? What's the deal here? Oh, it's <laughs> oh, it's a fucking joke. It's broken. How long? Can we over or under how long it's going to last? I think over it, a year. Yeah, I think it lasts a long time. Honestly, like I said in the we were talking about it, I think that it lives as is for like a year, and then they try to pivot to game to make it a game pass to a subscription model. I think they try to say yeah. like the Netflix of games, and it's here. Yeah, and I think that it doesn't go well. Like I think Microsoft's already got the like I think they're better positioned to to kind of steal that. Microsoft is better positioned to steal that, and also like. The fact that Stadia requires either a Pixel 3 Plus or a Google Chromecast Ultra to play. Like, I think Stadia, even with its performance issues and hyper-limited library, could have at least had some, like, modicum of success if they had just released on every Android platform available. Yeah. But they did it on Google-specific platforms only nobody fucking owns those for now though right like they plan to launch sure but i also think that they're, they're already have... not cool yeah post-launch they're going to have a harder time getting these licensing deals with other publishers to put their games onto the platform especially when it's the publisher's faults that the games are running like dog shit right <laughs> i also think i'm not convinced yet that we don't get the fucking valve netflix of games oh we are like every every publisher is working on their own proprietary streaming service. But to me, I feel like that's just the same thing as when every publisher launched their own launcher. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're starting to see in some like EA is walking away from their launcher and they're back on Steam. Uplay kind of is looking at Epic Games launcher and on Steam as well. Like I feel yeah. like if anyone's going to launch outside of Microsoft, if anyone's going to launch the Netflix of games, I think, and like succeed with it, I think it's Valve. Well, it's, it's whatever publisher can work the deals out with, like if any publisher can get a deal with say Roku, Mm -hmm. they are going to be the winner of the streaming wars. Like thankfully Microsoft has the hardware install base to be able to make moves like they are with xCloud. Um, And I think Sony, you know, obviously stands a pretty good chance too. If they get any properties, you know, worth streaming that you can't buy for fifteen dollars at GameStop right now, um, they probably stand a pretty good chance with PlayStation Now as well. Uh, but I think that you know all, all these companies trying to launch their own game streaming platform. Like I honestly, I forgot that Ubisoft was even talking about it. But nobody cares about game streaming on a PC. It's all about what you can stream to your streaming box that's hooked up to your TV. Yeah. I agree. So we'll see how those go. More importantly, 
Did you guys see the rumor there's a new Tony Hawk game coming? Yeah, I saw that. I'm pretty fucking excited. I hope it's good. I, I don't hope, think it's going to be. I hope Activision's not involved. Because the I don't think they are, are, but I think whoever picks up the like honestly, I bet you we're going to get like it's going to feel like a Kickstarter game because Tony Hawk is as much as we love him, I don't think he's that big of a name anymore. We're going to see like, oh, this is the Tony Hawk Resurgence. It's going to be a Kickstarter project. Is he like, hey, here's this publisher that nobody's fucking heard of publishing the new Tony Hawk's Pro Skater game. Donate money to me for the final product. Now, Robert, are you telling me you wouldn't give $20 to a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 through Project Alpha re-release? Nah, I'd give it to Skatebird instead. That's where the future is. Wow. Also, did you see how this game leaked? Yeah, what? No. Give us the story here. Basically, like, there's a one of the famous skateboarders that Tony Hawk is friends with did, like, an interview a while ago that either just came out or, like, resurfaced and no one noticed. And in the interview, he's, I think she is actually like, oh, yeah, I was recording some stuff for that new Tony Hawk game. And the interview is like, what? He's like, yeah, they're making that, like, a new Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 came out. You know, people liked it, but it wasn't that great. And now there's a new one coming out. And I, I recorded some motion capture for it. <laughs> and then that just that's kind of incredible. existed. And, like, that's it. Sounds a lot like... <laughs> Sony announcing the PS5 with a fucking Wired article on a Tuesday. Oh, God. That's fucking confidence, baby. Yeah, sure, you can call it that. Uh, And then there was another rumor, too, that we're getting three Metroid games. And that they're all getting announced soon. Oh, great. Supposedly. So does Robert have to buy me all three of them? Yes. Per our bet? No, the bet was just Metroid Prime 4. So you get Metroid Prime 4. (laughs) <laughs> but what if they none of them get the number and we can't tell which one's for? Then you get none of them. Damn. So Fuck, one of them legalese, baby. <laughs> one of them is going to be Metroid Prime Four, like re reintroduced. Mm-hmm. One of them is going to be a Metroid Prime trilogy, which I think gets announced at the Game Awards. And then another one that people have been talking about is that they're remaking. Uh. Super. Super Metroid. Man. In the style of Samus Returns, that 3DS game, which is a oh, remake of Metroid 2. Yeah. But uh, they're doing it like that. Man. And here I thought Metroid 2 was Super Metroid. Nah, Samus oh, Returns, baby. Wow. <laughs> you fool. I just emulate this shit anyway, dude. I don't need remakes. You no, heard it there. Robert. That's why I know how to dental dolphin. <laughs> why would I buy an NES classic when I could mod a PSP and never shut the fuck up about it? <laughs> it's so funny how when Robert does that voice, it just sounds like my regular voice. voice. <laughs> it's just it's just me. <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen uh, of Ligma. That's been your show. Hope you've enjoyed it. Stay tuned for the Gordos. That's going to happen sometime in the new year. Our game of the year show. It's going to be a contentious one. I can feel it. I feel it deep in the bones. Fight. Knives out, baby. Speaking of knives out, if you want to follow Sergeant Cass on Twitter, his name's Sergeant <laughs> Cass. <laughs> he bought a house. Tweet at him. Say, what's home ownership like? Yeah. Sequel to no, just call him name. a landlord, period. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. 
If you want to follow the show, you can follow us at awkpause. Buy that merch, awkwardpausepod.com forward slash merch. Buy it. Support local businesses. Backslash. When your mailman drops it off, tell them Merry Christmas. Wow. War on holidays. Keep keep Christ in it. That's what I always said. Follow me at Street Super <laughs> with one R. If you want to follow Elmer Gordado, where can I find you? At Elmer is not mad, parentheses, unlike Robert. Wow. If you want to follow Mad Mackey, <laughs> where can they find you? Mad, <laughs> mad online Mackey. Hell yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Robert Jr. Jr. Rounding us out here. The ultimate tech deck, Sam Atherton. <laughs> Catch me on Twitter, skating on these hoes. Smath XX. Is that a toy machine deck? It Do is a, a toy machine flip. deck. Ed Do Templeton. This is Matt Bennett. It's a classic. He's like humping. I don't know. I love that. That's my tech deck. Let's play some Siege. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, stay golden. I couldn't get that kickflip. 360 flip. Telling everyone I couldn't be told Six months later I had something Now I'm in the game